Hello and welcome to this week's Connect the Dots, an industry intelligence production. I'm your host, Alec Gaylord. This week's topic, let's read the tea leaves. Will the big spenders keep on spending? Now, back in July, economists were fearing that the retail sector would crash after the federal government ended the $600 a week additional unemployment subsidy on July 31st. So, how did that go? Well, as it turns out, retail still grew throughout August. According to the U.S. Department of Commerce, total retail and food service sales grew 3% from a year ago. All things considered, 3% annual growth seemed quite a surprise. Actually, in each of the last three months, retail and food service sales exceeded the pre-pandemic levels. People have been taking road trips, dining outdoors again, and remodeling their homes. But summer has come and gone. So is the fun ride over? Well, let's turn to the August report card to read the tea leaves. Consumers spend money on expensive, non-essential items only if they're not worried about losing their jobs in the near future. So with that in mind, let's take a look at three big-ticket purchase categories. In August this year, retail sales in the building and gardening supplies category grew enormously at 15% year-over-year. Sales at furniture stores and car dealerships both grew at a healthy rate of 4% from a year ago. Now, it's worth focusing on home improvement spending, because consumers often sink over $1,000, if not tens of thousands of dollars, into a single project. Here's what Edward Decker, executive vice president of merchandising at Home Depot, said during the company's latest earnings call. Quote, Big ticket comp transactions, or those over $1,000, were up approximately 16%, end quote. Now, aside from remodeling, home decoration has also been heating up. According to Edward Decker, even young adults who aren't particularly handy around the house have been inspired to paint their rooms. And customers have adapted to Home Depot's reduced business hours and kept on buying. Decker said people were making fewer shopping trips, but that their transaction sizes went up. After months of quarantine, People aren't just jury-rigging vegetable pods and building new fences around their yards. No, they are once again letting contractors into their homes to redo the flooring, replace the bathroom fixtures, and set up a new playroom or office. David Denton, the CFO of Lowe's, told a Goldman Sachs analyst on September 9th, quote, When we talk to our pro customers, their backlog is growing, end quote. Another point of reference comes from the National Association of Home Builders, which tracks contractor sentiment. Now, in quarter two, the association's remodeling members reported extraordinary optimism based on their backlogs and inquiries from prospective customers. Don't forget that we're in a red-hot housing market today. If you're a seller, you need to spruce up your home to command top dollars from buyers. And if you're a buyer, you want to fix up an old house to make it livable. Store managers have been reacting to the boom as well. From May to August, home improvement retailing added a total of 115,000 jobs nationwide. This is more than double the 47,000 jobs that were lost in April during the COVID-19 lockdown. And the tea leaf reading here? Suppose you're a store manager. Would you be hiring if you're nervous about a downturn in the coming months? With a healthy project pipeline, home improvement retail will probably be okay for a couple more months. But what about further down the road? 
Here's what Marvin Ellison, CEO of Lowe's, said. Quote, We think that's going to moderate somewhat in the second half of this year, but that DIY demand still remains high. End quote. Given the weather conditions typical of fall and winter, remodeling will likely be tempered with a focus on interior projects. But nothing abrupt is expected. Wedbush Securities analysts Seth Basham and Nathan Friedman noted that home improvement spending has been coming from consumers' reallocation of their entertainment budget because they haven't been able to spend lavishly on travel and entertainment in this pandemic. So any delayed home projects are getting attention. This gets analysts worried. Once these projects are dried up, will we see a slump down the road? In fact, Bank of America has been expecting the remodeling boom to cool. Somehow, it just hasn't happened yet. Now, maybe homeowners will come up with project ideas if they stare at their four walls long enough. Seriously, have you known any homeowner to run out of ideas as long as they can afford to pay for them? As we know, most consumers won't return to flying or attending concerts or going to ball games until mass gatherings are safe again, and chances are that won't happen anytime soon. Likely, not until most people are vaccinated. So, consumers' entertainment budget, as long as it's still there, will continue to be reallocated to non-entertainment categories. So then, what will finally cause the big spenders to stop spending? Let's connect the dots here. The linchpin is middle-class employment. Ultimately, discretionary spending is possible only if consumers continue to have disposable income. Just 49% of Americans feel financially prepared for COVID-19's economic downturn, according to a recent survey by online ratings firm Clutch. Another tea leaf reading here. The middle class is starting to feel the pinch. Well, are middle class jobs at risk then? Just about all of the sectors have been suffering from job losses since the pandemic began. Even white collar jobs are down, albeit just slightly. In August, the number of jobs across most of the white-collar sectors was down by less than 5% year-over-year, compared to being down by 19 to 34% in the leisure and hospitality sectors. The good news is, the overall unemployment rate has been coming down steadily. U.S. unemployment was at about 8% in August, down from the pandemic peak of nearly 15%. But the bad news? White-collar employers are now less willing to post for higher-income jobs than lower-income jobs, according to Indeed.com. That means high-income earners who lose their jobs now will have a tougher time finding replacement jobs. The wild card here? A federal bailout. Will that happen again to prevent more white-collar job losses? That remains to be seen. Now, if middle-class workers keep their jobs... You might continue to see people proudly sharing pictures of their home improvement projects. And for this coming Halloween, you might see a lot more families carving pumpkins that they grew in their newly built vegetable gardens. Well, that's it for today. I'm Alec Gaylord with Industry Intelligence. We help you better understand your industry's challenges. Visit our website at www.industryintel.com. Check out our blog and our podcast. Give us a call and ask us about our Microsoft Teams integration. We'd love to talk to you. Have a great day, everybody, and stay safe.